Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite uh, English language podcast in the K-League. I'm joined tonight, as always, by Paul. How are you today, Paul? Tired, to be honest. Oh, well, that's going to bring the viewers running in, rushing back in from the football stadium, yeah? Okay, um, what do you talk about this week? Um, we obviously had a no, no K1, so that must be why you're kind of smiling. Good, good weekend for FC Seoul. Um, yep, they didn't lose. <laughs> um, or did they have a friendly maybe and, and lost that probably yeah okay um, so is, is that why you you chose the intro the intro music of uh, Get It Right the first time uh, no I think that's because if you watch the, the two international games well particularly the first one against Costa Rica which finished 2-0 to Korea okay uh, your man Bento got it right the first time started, started off with that all important first win keep the critics quiet okay also uh, Mr. Sonomin showed that he got it right the first time against uh, Uzbekistan by refusing to take the penalty. Yes, because what happened? He took a penalty in the friendly match and hit the post, and the rebound was turned in by E. J. Sung. But doesn't that prove that he got it wrong by facing away? Because had obviously had all the players in the friendly match faced away, E. J. Sung wouldn't have scored the goal, right? But was that literally the last kick of that game? Did they actually kick off after the penalty? Against Uzbekistan? Yeah. Yes, they did. Indeed. Okay. Yes. So, yes, then. You're ready. A few minutes to go. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, huge win. Or maybe not a huge win. It was a friendly. But a uh, good win for Bento. Got to, yeah. I mean, got to start. Got to start strong. Got to start well. I mean, Costa Rica, one of the top sides in North American area. Probably, roughly, sort of same level as Korea, right? As a kind of... A, a, a sort of decent middling team, okay. Decent second second tier team. The the game was played up in Goyang. Yeah, um, that would be the only time that we talk about something about Goyang in tonight's podcast. Okay, which we'll get to a little bit later. Okay, uh, but did you watch it? Did you go through it? We we discussed on last week's podcast uh, whether we were going to go up or or go and watch it. But I think we we decided in advance that we weren't going to go. And then on the morning of the match, I got that familiar sort of tug at my heartstrings. I thought, oh, got nothing planned tonight. Should I go? Okay. Uh, I went onto the Kaylee website and it said they got 500 tickets plus a thousand strips of view tickets. Uh, ticket box opens like five hours before kickoff. So I thought, there's no way that any of those can be left by the time I can get there 10 minutes before kickoff. Uh, and while I'm sure there's probably an Ajishi selling black market tickets, uh, I wasn't going to take the risk. So, okay. Quite interestingly, I woke up uh, that morning as well with uh, the familiar tugs at my at my heart. Um, I blame the soldier for that one. I don't <laughs> think that was anything to do with the Korean national team, to be honest. But it wasn't the only football played at the weekend. Uh, tonight we will obviously review the the only league that matters and the only league that was played at the weekend. We, we'll talk about the K2. We'll talk a little bit more in detail about the Korean national team games because um, there was two. Not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk well, a little bit more detail. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about the WK League for you, for those avid listeners who don't know. That is the, the women's K League. Uh, I took in a match at Shochan Park on Monday, that and I would like to. I, I assume that was the Phantom. It was both of us. As both of you. And I would like to discuss my experiences watching women play football. 
just so you know, if any fans of Serena Williams are listening, you might want to tune out at that point. Um, we also talk about some interesting news about Suwon Blue Wings. Yep. And, and I guess talking about Suwon Blue Wings, we'll preview the ACL clash and we'll talk about the K1 and K2 for the weekend. So another action-packed, uh, hopefully 45-minute long show. Yep. Less rambling, more gambling, <laughs> as they say. Okay, so uh, K2, K2 review. Um, this will be brief. Okay. Yeah, you want to go back to the Costa Rica game, which we're halfway through reviewing? I thought you said there's nothing else to say. Well, actually, I uh, finished work. I've been having decided not to go up there. I was going to go for a quick beer and then get home to watch the match at eight. Okay. That didn't quite work out, and I didn't watch any of the match. Okay. I felt sure you would be watching it, so I didn't feel too guilty about that. I turned it on when uh, Chief in Korea texted me and said, Son, Mr. Penalty, he just um, put in a rebound. So I turned it on so I could see the highlight of said goal, not of Son, Mr. Penalty. Yeah. Um, I watched another 10 minutes or so, and then, yeah, I, I ended up, to be honest. Um, so you did see a replay? Uh, yeah, the ball hit the post and he just um, locked it in. Was it a poor penalty? Um, it was Son that took it. I wasn't particularly well struck. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought. It was my own my own opinion of what I saw, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I didn't really see much of the game. But what I have read is like, I mean, obviously a good win. I mean, like you know, all first wins are are good. Yeah. And as you said, I mean, beating Costa Rica is is no is no um, small small feat, um, particularly for you know a Korean team that didn't do so well with the World Cup. Let's be honest, yeah. Um, so that was the first game. Yeah, Nam Ti put Nam Ti put the second in in the seventy or something minute just for okay. completeness sake. Okay. Uh, second game was against Chile. Yep, last night. Sorry. Rather controversial. Tuesday night. Rather controversial beginnings as well, but we'll not talk about that. Uh, but Chile, in the your, in your life, Mexican, in your life, Colombian. Have you never done that in your life? Uh, I have never done that in my life. Liar. So, um, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I think I'm not really... It was you know, another gesture made by another South American, uh, and I'm not really convinced that they actually believe that to be an offensive gesture. Uh, they should know it is offensive, obviously, because it's happened so many times, um, and it's been reported in the media. People have been fired for it, after all. Um, but I, 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 I'm not going to defend it, but I don't really believe that they think it is actually offensive. So I wanted to ask you, obviously you know if you travel around the world, um, in the West we've got the finger. Yeah. There you go, Mark. Yep. Uh, if you go to some other countries, if you put your thumb in a certain position, it's offensive. So could you take that in, that, in this kind of respect, saying that within South America itself, Although they're not making habitual use of the uh, slanted eyes gesture, to them it's not offensive. I mean, you've got to imagine that they don't view it as offensive because it's continually happening, right? right. Now, I, I know that doesn't, you could say, well, you know, racism is racism, right? And it continually happens. But the, the way that it's been done, you know, the way it was done with the Mexican fans, they were literally celebrating Korea by doing it in their, pardon the pun, in their eyes. They were celebrating Korea by doing it. I don't think the Chilean player 
when the kid walked up to him and said, can I get your autograph, please, I'm a fan, I don't think he went, sure you can, I'm going to racially abuse you. Um, I don't believe that was the thought process that he went through. I think he thought, oh, I'm going to make a cute gesture that in where I come from is not offensive. But obviously, you know, racist, the things that sexism and racism are obviously in the eye of the person who's, who, who's the victim and not the person who's the perpetrator. So, For example, like, it's, it's well known that sort of Japanese girls sort of put their hands up to their cheeks when they take photos and all cute things. Now, we don't do that kind of thing in the West, but if I do that in a, in a photo with a Japanese girl, does that make me kind of mocking her in a, in a way or not? I think it's called cultural appropriation. Isn't that what it's called? It is, I don't, as I said, I, I don't but know. Cultural, cultural appropriation in Korea is encouraged, right? They want, they want yeah. you to be wearing hanboks and walking around Gwangamun or yeah. there's I mean, so many shops where you can rent a hanbok for the day. And I, don't, I don't think it was done offensively. He, he has apologised that the fan reported that as an offensive gesture. Uh, to the media, I, it became a big thing, and he has apologised for it. Um, so he didn't. Make I think for me, yeah. I, I would say there's a difference between that gesture and the one that the Colombian player made towards Kisung Young during the match. Which H- huge difference. Yeah. The so one during the match was made to mock a player in a game that they were losing. This one was made with a fan asking for an autograph. I don't believe he was mocking him. So the Chilean guy didn't mean it offensively. But it was still offensive. Yep. But not quite as offensive as when the Colombian guy did it, meaning to be offensive. Apparently. <laughs> um, he apologised. So how did that game go? Uh, that was on Tuesday night. Uh, I think we've talked all we need to about that game. It was nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw. Any sweeping changes by Bento? What, from Friday? <laughs> from the World Cup, from... Hwang Bon played. Okay. At least a part. I don't, I don't know if he came on from. I assume he came on at some point. He got a booking as well for for uh, palming some Chilean player in the face. Okay. Uh, another guy, a Pusan player, made his debut. Okay. Uh, I forget his name. He came on right at the end. Um, who else was playing? Uh, the sole guy, Yun So Young, came on when uh, Hong Chol got stretched off. Okay. Yep. I heard of this. So Hong Chol, who was expected to return to Suwon Blue Wings duty on uh, Sunday, Saturday against the mighty Incheon United, got stretched off and now could be out, rumored for the rest of the season, perhaps. Um, uh, Korea lived dangerously at times. Uh, some suicidal black passes. Okay. So the, the goalie, which was uh, the Osaka guy, Kim Jin, uh, what, what's the rest of his name? Anyway, okay. uh, he kept getting the ball pa- passed back to him. He he would try and kick it out, and at least two times it was charged down by Chilean players. Okay. Uh, luckily, they didn't keep control of the ball. Uh, Chile had a glorious chance to win it with virtually the last kick of the game. Uh, the Chilean striker was one on one with the goalie uh, and he messed it up sort of went round the goalie but took his time which meant the defender sort of got back and then when he tried to chip over it went over the bar okay. but glorious chance to, to win Okay, you mentioned um, goalkeepers there um, obviously um, I want to talk really briefly about two sole goalkeepers yep. um, so you've had Yang Yang Hangbin yep Who's come in this season? Songnam, apparently. Was that? Ex Songnam keeper. Who's come in this season and been uh, pretty exceptional, to be honest. Came in last season, was pretty exceptional. Yeah, but this season he's, he's 
probably kept Seoul from being more precarious than they are. Um, a lot of calls for him to get a, a, a cap. Yeah. Um, my first question, deserved if he got one, do you think he should get a call-up? Based on the fact that Tokyo New got one, do you think Yang should get a call-up? Uh, I think so. I think his shot-stopping is excellent. He's completely fearless. Okay. Um, he does sometimes have a bit of rush of blood to the head and make a like mad dashes out towards the edge of the area. And sometimes where he's running for a ball and the striker's running towards the ball, the striker gets there first, leaving the, the net completely unguarded. I've seen that probably happen two or three times this year. Uh, occasionally his distribution's a bit poor, his kicking. But yeah, on uh, I think he's definitely definitely a really good keeper. Definitely should be in the squad. Okay, so then my second question is if Hong Chou uh, has returned to Super Blue Wings yep. and Im Chai Min has returned to Songnam FC, yep. does that mean it has the penalty killer returned to Seoul? Yes, he must have done. Okay. Along with Yoon Jute, the four-goal Suwon killer. Okay, so if Yu you, you is back at FC Seoul, should he reclaim his position? No. Or should it be should Yang keep it? Yang should keep it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much you actually played in a in a in a Sangju jersey, to be perfectly honest. Um, but I was wondering, you know, he was the toast of the town because of you know his penalty saves against Pohang, uh, Urawa, uh, and, and so on. I was wondering, you know, if Seoul fans, you know, being the sentimental bunch that they are, uh, if they would want him straight back in the team, or if they would be happy happy with Yang continuing. I think they'll be happy with Yang continuing for the okay. moment. I mean, he's not done anything wrong. Uh, sure, once they're both back in training, if, if you somehow look sharper or better, then give him a chance. But he doesn't just walk straight back in after two years away somewhere right. else. Which then means that Yuzhan has no chance of ever playing in a soul shot again. Uh, I wouldn't say no chance. <laughs> he, he might decide, well... Yu Sang Hoon or Yang Han Bin might decide that they that they don't want to be backup keeper. Yeah. So one of them leaves, leaving Yu Jun as the ongoing backup keeper. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So, so that's the Korean national team. The games. Uh, so a, a undefeated start for for Bento. Uh, one win, one draw. Uh, not two, not two, too bad. Two more games next month. Yep. Two more the the month after that. Okay. Do you think he'll emerge after that? Um, Victoriously unscathed? Well, the next game is uh, Uruguay on 12th of October. So no, okay. And then I think he's got Panama a couple of days after that. It's not okay. officially on the fixture list, but it's been sort of announced. Okay, uh, so those both at home, I, I believe, okay. unless they're going to go to Europe and play them. And then November, they've got two games in Australia. against One's, one's against Australia, the other's against... I can't remember off the top of my head, but okay. So I guess we'll we'll talk more in detail about them and and team selections. This is call-ups. This is last last. Well, obviously Son allegedly is not going to be available for a couple of those friendlies through a deal with Spurs. Yeah. Um, Could have been interesting to see if he's still re- releasing for the Asian Cup. Yeah. So he's got Bento's got these four friendlies to finalise his squad for the Asian yeah. Cup. Could imagine Son would be dropped for it. Now he's got military exemption. I don't. I wonder if they'll renegotiate that deal because I think Spurs had said that he was getting released for both, but now that they've got exemption, I think. I think, I think the Asian Cup was 
valid for his exemption anyway. If it won it, there's a chance that Moon would have changed it. Okay. So four years ago, when they got to the final against Australia, there was a, a, a big um, uh, movement, let's say, for uh, Parkinhead to to change the the exemption rules that had they beaten Australia to, to is that, give them. Is that all those millions of people doing with their candles? Yes. At Guangdong. Yes, that's exactly what <laughs> they were doing. Um, they were free song. Free, a free song, saving private song. Um, but uh, I'm not quite sure that would have happened. But there was talk that had to beat Australia, they might have relaxed it. Um, I mean, everything's being changed now anyway, right? There's moves and the, there's talks in the process right now. Uh, Moon needs to do something to keep his he keep his uh, keep his his approval rating up. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, well, unifying Korea is not working. They're doing away with police service altogether. Yep. And there's look at changing the whole military uh, service. So, so where will that leave uh, Asan? Um, if there's no police service, that's an interesting point. I wonder if they'll still keep them as as a team. Um, I mean, when we get to the double carrying, I'm going to ask you a very interesting question at, at that at that point. Uh, okay. Should, okay. We, should we get on to the? Okay. So let's move on. Review. You mentioned Asan there. Uh, big big clash at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Asan, the police. Visit Songnam as first hosted second. Uh, it was also the return of of Im Chaiman to to the defence after his military service. So he just sw- swam back. He swanned back into the team, did he? Uh, the same as Jun did as well. Like Yoo Sun came back in. He's 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 injured right now. I think or he's he's out right now. So who did he, who did he displace? Um, well, Yoon's been in and out recently, so I think he probably just came in and took Yoon's place. Um, he wasn't captain, so he didn't go that far. Um, uh, interesting. I mean, it was one of those games at two halves that you kind of go to. You know, like Songnam were the better team in the first half. Um, took took the lead from a corner about five minutes, well, five, six minutes in. Corner came, swung in. Um, it was nodded out. Uh, I think it was actually Im Chai-min who volleyed it back in again. And uh, Jung, Jung uh, knocked the ball, poked the ball home, uh, big number nine, um, make it one now. Songnam probably could have made it two now, uh, probably should have made it two now uh, before half time. Got in the second half, uh, and Songnam did absolutely nothing um, for the whole second. Well, the, up to the tenth minute. Songnam did absolutely nothing. He didn't try to get a second goal. They sat back and let the police attack them. Uh, the police equalised with ten minutes to go, and then suddenly, all all hell broke loose in the Songnam uh, camp. They brought on Ider to try and win them the game, and they created maybe four or five chances in the last five minutes. Uh, game finished one each, and again it was just more of an example of. I mean, I, I, I like, I, I kind of put all K League managers, to be honest, into this, this box. But it's so rare to consistently see a Korean manager kill a game off. Like so many times, you, you get one 0 and it just it either finishes one 0 or the game just peters out, or you know the the, the other team pulls a, a goal back. It's so rare that you see a team go one 0 up early and then just attack, attack, attack and 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 kill the game off, right? Um, definitely feels that that never happens 
a song now anyway, but yeah, really, I mean, ridiculous. They could have. It was it was the kind of game that with nine games left, you you win that, go five points clear, you effectively win the league. You can only throw the league, the league away after that because you be face to place one more time, lose that, and you're still two points clear, right? Uh, instead, two points, nine to go, and a game travelling down to Asan, which could decide where the title goes. Nine wins and you're promoted. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, win every game, uh, or win as many games as the police, and you're promoted. But the fact is that, um, yeah, you could have five points. I would have been confident of seeing out of the season. Two points is too, it's still up in the air. Still, most of the other teams around you didn't fare so well. Yep, uh, Suwon FC lost at home. No. Home to Eland 2 0. Yep. Uh, surprising because Eland e- e- have been really, really poor. Uh, recently but then again I think Suwon have got got off the boil a lot bit recently as well Pusan lost at home to Tejon 2-1 not so surprising I mean Tejon are really on the up right now they are the team I think they're I would say they're going to clinch one of the one of the other playoff spots for sure just snuck into fourth now yeah but as you said they're on a good run Um, they who they put displaced Kwangju Kwangju yeah who lost 3-2 away to Ansan. Yep. Who Ansan went through that horrendous patch. I think they they lost something crazy like 11 or 12 in a row and now I've started kind of playing a, a little bit better again. Uh, and then I'm not sure how the Anyang Puchon game finished but they were 2-0 up at one point. Uh, Anyang ended, ended up winning 3-1. 3-1. Um, if you look at the table now, Puchon are two points clear of the bottom. So lose this weekend... And they'd be bottom. Potentially they could be bottom. Which would have went gone not not even just top, clear at the top by a few points, a good few points to being bottom of the table. You would never have put put on in that like five games at that spot, five games in. So Tejon are in fourth on thirty nine points, Ansan are in tenth on twenty nine points, ten point gap. Still time for Ansan to make no. a late run? No, don't think so. Uh, Dejan, the way Dejan are playing, I, I honestly think it's going to be Sonam Asan, a combination of those two, and uh, Pusan and Dejan. Okay. I think that's going to be the playoffs. And to be honest, if if it is Pusan and Dejan, then more obviously I want Sonam to win the league, but definitely Sonam need to win the league if that's the two teams. Dejan right now are a dangerous, dangerous team. Uh, and Pusan are never a good a good team to play in that in that kind of situation. Uh, and Suwon, after going on a bit of a good run, have now lost two on the bounce. Two on the bounce, yeah. Uh, how's how's the chief doing? Um, well, he was very very happy because I think they went something like six in a row. Uh, now he's obviously back 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 down to earth with a bang. Can I expect uh, something interesting to read in the next few days? I believe it will arrive in my inbox tomorrow. He's on a tight deadline, is he? Uh, he hasn't texted me yet to say he's, he's going to do anything, but I usually receive those texts on a Wednesday night. I think I think Wednesday night is is also his uh, have a few beers, get morose, write a blog night. Which actually, to be honest, is one more night of the week than any of the two of us have. <laughs> he doesn't do the podcast that often. <laughs> okay, that, fair point. 
Okay, you said you also went to see a women's game. I did indeed, I did. Um, on Monday evening, uh, the Phantom got a... Just, a, just, a before we, just before we start this, we spent five minutes talking about Chilean slanty eye gest- gestures earlier. You do realise in the current climate you can't say too much about women's football either. Yep. That might be offensive to our female listeners. Yep. Hello, Mum. Okay. I honestly will say nothing more offensive than his honking and their talentless. Um, so, the game was between uh, Seoul Amazons. That's the City Hall team. Yep. Wearing FC Seoul uniforms still. Oh, a variation of them. An old style one? or uh, Hard to tell. Red and black pinstripes, yes. But I'm not quite sure that they were ever actually worn by FC Seoul players. Okay. Male FC Seoul players. Um, and they played against Boehm Sangju. The army team. The army team. Who are not female soldiers. Okay. Uh, interesting, right? Um, so the game began uh, by them playing the, the national anthem, as I guess all army games begin. And it finished nil-nil, yeah. according to Sokoway. Oh, they finished nil-nil, yeah, you know, according to Sokoway, I was there. Um, the army team, the female army team, have to salute... Uh, when they come on as a sub and I also have to salute before the game but none of them are soldiers <laughs> we couldn't really find out any information as to whether or not they actually are soldiers or whether they just play for the army team but the army team is not allowed to have a foreigner in their squad because Sangju is the military the sports wing of the military right yeah I, I think they must be all enlisted women though I think they must be then right you wouldn't be saluting if you weren't a soldier. Yeah, unless that's just part of what they do, yeah. Very, very interestingly, their bus is called the uh, the Federation of Armoured Personnel in English with armoured spelt with two E's. Armoured. 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 Um, the game was horrendously bad. It was terrible. I'm looking at the table here and you did choose a game between the team that's 6th and 7th out of 8. The game was chosen for us due to proximity and alcohol limits. But Bowl and Sangma have got one win all season out of 21 games. Unsurprising. Uh, they do draw a lot. Uh, and Seoul have got four wins and seven draws. Yeah, it's the second time I've seen Seoul. I saw the Super Match uh, a few months ago. Where Sue, Sue and women's have got two American players playing for them. Um, yeah, so I don't think of any foreigners. Uh, interestingly, one of the crowd was saluting during, one of the girls in the crowd was also saluting during, during the national anthem. So I don't know if she plays for the army team and just happened to be a fan on that night. Um, also, interestingly, they have cheerleaders and a band. For the army team? No. For the soul team? The soul team. And they, <laughs> The drummers in the band were wearing John Book tops. There you go. And the cheerleaders were wearing red t-shirts. Were they like proper John Book tops? Yeah, from a couple of years ago. It wasn't like where, you know, often amateur teams in uh, the amateur leagues in and around Korea just rip off a, a, a team, a jersey they like and use that as a... I didn't get close enough to it, um, but they definitely looked like they were uh, John Book tops. I don't think they were knockoff. Uh, like national team tops or anything like that. They definitely look like John Book tops. Uh, did 
Jin Sukhi play? She may very well have done. She's a 40-year-old midfielder for the she army team. She probably didn't then. Um, it was tough to see uh, who was really playing because, you know, I don't know any of their names. Uh, both teams had chances to score, uh, but neither took them, obviously. Both goalkeepers looked pretty poor. But, that being said, um, I mean, Hyotang Park is, is a sweet little stadium to go and watch football in. So if you get a chance on a Monday night and you have nothing else to do, pop along to the WK League. What, it's what, definitely what, worth it. What time was the kickoff? Because the last time I went, it was like an afternoon kickoff at 7pm. 7pm, free of charge. Money's worth every time. Looking at this, this, the, the army team, they're quite an old average age. Most of them are over 30. Then they must be soldiers then? Or maybe the army team takes those players who no longer get, get snapped up by the other clubs, yeah? Uh, let me have a look. Ooh, for, right, for listeners' information, Seoul will be playing Kumi Sports Toto this Friday. Uh, it's a home game, so I assume it's at Hyotang. Uh They're away to Suwon next Monday. Home to bottom of the table, Changyong, next Thursday. Uh, then they're away at Incheon and away at Hwachon. And that seems to be the end of the season. The season. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, if you've nothing else to do, and if you can make the times, then I don't strongly recommend, but I recommend going along, especially if it's a show time. Love the little stadium, comfortable seats, you can drink a beer, free of charge. Afterwards, you can wait outside and they come off the bus and they all high-five you. You can get their autographs. You see their parents giving them flowers and talking to them because they haven't seen them in a week because um, they're so, in dorms. So, so did you stay to see the players come out after their showers? No, this time. They don't have showers. They just come immediately straight out and on the bus. I was wondering if the uh, army women were wearing some kind of uniform or... We didn't wait this time because we were hungry, so we left straight for dinner. But I'm sure I will see the army again, so I will let you know next time. I'm just going to look on... a. Uh a well-known encyclopedia website about Bourne Sangmu. I did already. There's no. There's not a whole lot of information about them. Du, 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 du. But definitely, yeah. As I said, definitely interesting. Worth worth going to to, to see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. So we talked there about the so Amazon's wedding FC Soul kit. We talked a little bit about the Soul fans. The so official fans wearing John Book kit. I guess that brings us on neatly now to what we said we would discuss something about Goyang later in the podcast. Okay. This brings us on to the Suwon Blue Wings kit fiasco. Okay. And I understand you have the inside scoop on this story. Yep. So if you remember, um, Suwon had been sponsored by a well known Western sports uh, apparel company for years and years and years. Yep. Uh, and at the end of last season, they uh, that that agreement broke down, uh, and they announced a new big money uh, sort of agreement with Korean company, domestic company, Zycro. Okay. Uh, the terms of which were thirty, no, three hundred million won. I think was it three, so basically three million dollars, right, over two years. Okay. Uh, so one point five million dollars each year. 300,000 of which was in cash, the rest in uh, equipment, clothes, uh, uniforms, etc., etc. Um, there were some problems at the beginning of the year with them getting the new shirts and the new training kit out. 
such that for the first few weeks of the season, the Suwon players were training in their old uh, their old kit. Oh, okay. Uh, and there have been complaints about the quality of some of the new stuff. Uh, and $300,000 cash payment for this year was supposed to be made in two in- installments, one in July, one in December. Or was it May and December? Uh, and the first installment has been defaulted on. Okay. So this sort of... So to, to me, like $300,000 cash doesn't seem like a huge amount of money. But apparently within the K-League, it's the biggest ever cash, cash sponsorship. Oh, wow. For sure. Okay. Uh, and, and they've not received um, the first instalment of it. Interestingly, why does that have any link to Goyang then? Because for the last one or two years of its existence, Goyang was Goyang Zaikra, right? Yep. It used to be Goyang High, Goyang Hallelujah, and then in the last year, a couple of years, it was Goyang, Goyang Zaikro. Uh, and Zaikro seemed to have left Goyang high and dry as well, right? There seemed to have been some dodgy, dodgy dealings there towards the end of that contract as well. Yeah, um, they just, yeah, when they withdrew sponsorship, because there they were paying, effectively supporting the team, most of the team's um, budget for the year, right? Yeah. For a, for a small K2 team. Uh, when they pulled out of that, K2, uh, Koyang went down the toilet. Yep. Uh, the team was disbanded, left an odd number of teams in the K2. Yep. And then Suwon, for some reason, uh, strangely got, got in bed with them this year. Which, uh, for me, uh, defies all logic. Is it too much to hope that Suwon will go down the toilet at the end of this? Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me they have other revenue streams. Uh, I mean, might see. I mean, obviously, they're going to have a different kit next season anyway. All teams do. Uh, you would imagine they're going to have a different manufacturer next year as well, or a different supplier next year. But interestingly, that yeah, you know, a team that is still in name at least linked to Samsung uh, is involved in this kind of fiasco, right? I mean, you wouldn't imagine a Korean, a domestic Korean company, would want to risk the wrath of of, uh, of the Samsung family, right? And in any shape or form. It was said that um, they've sold far fewer shirts than they were expecting, which is, well, I guess Suwon's, the number of Suwon fans has been declining in, in recent years. Yeah. Um, what, averaging five or 6,000 maybe? Yeah, it's been pretty low this season, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, speaking of averaging five or 6,000. Is uh, that how many listeners we've got nowadays? Uh, roughly, yeah. Roughly, uh, if you add them all up over the, over the last four years. Um, yeah. So, if you. Um, uh, ACL's coming up. Yep, coming up soon. When's that? Uh, when is that? You don't know? Why don't you know? You're not sitting in expectant, um, like on the edge of your seat, just waiting on the, on the second leg, right? Well, after the first leg, I thought it was all done and dusted. It's almost all done and dusted. Paul, can you remind the listeners what the, the what the score was? Uh, it was three nil to Suwon. Yes, it was well three 0 to Suwon or three 0 to Dejan. Uh, to Dejan. Two 0 to Dejan. Uh, I mean, he Dejan. pretty much caused the whole turnaround, yeah. So yeah, so the first leg in John Book in John Drew finished three uh, 0 Second leg is next week. Okay. Um, uh, oh, it is nineteenth of nineteenth of September. Yep. It's Wednesday. Will you be going? I will probably be there. Yes, I would be surprised if I wasn't. 
Um, how do you, I mean, quick. I mean, not really a whole lot to, to preview, really. Can John Brick turn it around? Well, given that in their, in, uh, so Korea, actually, Suwon have played five games recently, right? Uh-huh. They, they conceded six against Chon Nam away. Uh-huh. Clean sheet against Kyung Nam at home. Uh-huh. Clean sheet away against Chon Buk away. Mm-hmm. Conceded four against Taegu away. And then they had their, last weekend they had their, their rematch with Cheju, the one that the game was called off uh-huh. because of the typhoon. Uh-huh. That finished 0 0. Uh-huh. So three clean sheets and then two hammerings okay. in the last five games. So, so make of that what you will. Okay. So I will put to you again the same question I asked before you gave us all, all those results. Can John Book turn around? If anyone could, it be John Book. Yeah. And can Suwon throw it away? If anyone can, it can be Suwon, right? But I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't think they will. Because, uh, I mean, John Book have probably come out and throw everything at them, right? It's not like it's 1 0, but so, John Book so can patiently. Talk, we're going to talk about some cl- football cliches, right? John Book are going to throw everything at them, they'll be vulnerable on the break. Suwon will get a goal on the break, game over, blah, blah, blah. That was one cliche. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got to say, I mean, if it was 1 0, John Book could patiently. Kind of probe and build up by 3 0, they've got to hit them as soon as they right out the traps. Um, but an early goal. And they have the goal, and the cat could be amongst the pigeons. But do you think it's wise for Suwon to sit back? Because we talked about this the other time, like recently, right? Against a team like Chombuk, can you afford to just sit back and try and soak up the pressure? Um, or, or do you have to sort of. I think you have to put. I think if they have any sense, they'll put John Book on the on the back foot a little bit as well. Um, but I don't see I don't see John Book turning around. I will be there and I will be in the John Book end just in case. Okay, John Book to win. John Book to win two one. John Book to win two one, not or just three one. I'm going to say two one or two 0 Not enough. I I think John Book get to three 0 and at some point they send the keeper forward going looking for another goal. And Dehan lobs him. And uh, yeah, Dehan scores into the empty net. Finishing at 3-1, Suwon through the final, John Book out. Dehan then rips off his Suwon shirt, revealing an FC Soul shirt underneath, saying this is revenge when we got hammered a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't think he would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with you on either 3-1 or 2-0. It's going to be just too little for John Book. But it's going to be close, going to be close. Okay. Before then, we have a full round of fixtures in both K1 and K2. Yep. Uh, you want to take us to the K1, Paul? And I'll take us to the K2, yeah? Uh, K1 this weekend sees Chumbuk home to Cheju. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for Homeman. Ulsan. Um, oh, dear me. What? Ulsan are playing someone. Okay. Inchon are at home to the Blue Wings. Ulsan uh, are playing Ulsan are home to Pohan Okay Again that feels like That game just happened Okay um, Home win Inchon are home to the Blue Wings Score draw Home win I reckon Surely Suwon will be distracted and, and I'm uh, thinking I'm thinking about going So I can sit in the Inchon You know In the upper tier Of the Inchon fans Next to the halfway line And watch the Suwon fans Could beat Sorry the Blue Wings fans Could beat Chon Nam are at home To Kyung Nam on Sunday Are we then so nowadays we're into our early afternoon kickoffs. They're all these are all two two and four p.m. Yeah, yeah. 
as, as the weather's getting a little bit cooler these mm. days. Uh, Kangwon home to Sangju. Anywhere. Uh, home win. And then Foreigners Day at FC Seoul sees them entertaining Tegu. Uh, score draw. Uh, and I've got something to ask you about that. Okay. Uh, as you may know, there's a, a beer drinking competition at halftime at FC Seoul Games. Okay. Um, obviously, with it being Foreigners Day, all the prize things will be aimed at foreigners. Okay. Would you like to have the opportunity to win 24 cans of Asahi? Is that to me or to the, or to the listeners? To you. I would love the opportunity to win 24 cans of Asahi. Okay. Your name's on the list then. <laughs> I would love the opportunity. I may not be able to take it up, but I would love the opportunity. Um, so this week's hypothetical. If Mark and I face off in a competition to down a pint of beer, <coughs> who's going who's gonna to win? The, the big, beefy jock or the, the, the scrawny, lanky Englishman? Um, well, considering the fact that you were born in Scotland, what one does that make you? <laughs> the first one. <laughs> okay, for anyone who's never seen us, uh, you're probably still wondering which one I does actually make, Paul. Um, so, hypothetical, will it be me or Paul? Or I reckon the, I reckon the Chinese girl, <laughs> to be honest. Because it's through a straw. Yeah. Uh, and that's all we're going to comment on there because I've been I've been warned already. Um, okay, so uh, end of K one, I guess what I'm going to do now between now and the end of the season is just ask you one question at, at the end of the previous FCSO. What position on the table at the end of the season? Oh, at the end of the week. At the end of this week. Yeah. Uh, so can I, I can look at where they are now? Yes. Yeah. Wise. Uh, so they're on 33 points. Uh, they're four clear of the team below them, so they're not going to drop. Okay. Even, even if they lose to Tegu, that will just make the, the gap down to one point. Uh, uh, if they win, they could go above Cheju and Kangwon, so they've got a choice. They'll, they'll be in either sixth, seventh, or eighth. Sixth and eighth? Okay. That's um, mathematically. I think, I think they'll draw against Tegu, um, uh, which means Cheju or Cheju playing. Cheju away at Chongbu. Kang will surely beat Sangju. Yeah. Cheju highly likes to lose to Chongbu. Seoul will finish this weekend in seventh place. Seventh place? Okay. Um, game that you wouldn't miss? Um, that I wouldn't miss? Yeah. I wouldn't miss uh, Seoul versus Tegu because I'm going to get a free beer out of it. Okay. Um, game. Game that you would happily give the remote control up for to miss? Um, I think Kangwon Sangju. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that one. Uh, I think game that you wouldn't want to miss Osan Pohang uh, for reasons other than just the fact that um, I I don't know, I, I kind of like Osan recently. Uh, game that I would give up the remote control happily for Kangwon Sangju. Okay. On to the K2. Okay. Uh, where will you be? Well, Songnam are away to Anyang. Uh, the K2 still has evening kickoffs for I don't really know why. Um, so that's a 7pm so kickoff. So I'm probably not going to travel down to Anyang for, for that one, to be honest. It's probably going to be the only championship or the only game between now and end of the season that I'm going to miss. Uh, but. Not like it's that far to go. It's not, but then you finish. You finish in near Bomgate at nine. Then we get back to the station. Then we get back up again. 
<sighs> getting home, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm unlikely to go down and see it when Inchon versus the Blue Wings is so close. And what the sp- <laughs> Timing wise, I'm talking about as well, yeah. Is there a Celtic um, game you need to be back for? Uh, I think we're still in an international break for Scotland. I think I'm not, not much. Maybe Celtic are back, maybe. No, but the Vice is probably coming back from Dejon around that time, so. I'll see. Uh, I'll, make my, I'll make my mind up on Friday, but. Tejon are at home on the Saturday, so you could go down to Tejon with the wife. She amazingly suggested that. She actually suggested, why don't you come down and meet me after the birthday party and we'll go and watch Dejon? She suggested that on Saturday and I never took her up on it. I may, I may investigate that issue further tonight. Why do you not tell her just to get the train back to Anyang and watch the game there? The game that you'd like to watch. The game from Anyang? From, from Dejon to Anyang? Jeez, that's Get the get the train up to Suwon and then subway from Suwon to Anya. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to K two. It's Anyang versus Songnam. Uh, Anyang. I've done well recently. Won a couple of games. Beat the Police three 0 Beat Butchon three one. Six goals in two games. Could be a tough one. Anyang's never an easy place for Songnam to go. To be honest. Same record over, over the last four games. Two wins, one draw, one loss. Yeah. Um, What's going to happen this weekend? Draw. Okay. It's going to be a score draw, one each probably. Um, Asan Police are at home to Kwangju at the same time. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's a tough one. It could end Kwangju's, well, not end Kwangju's playoff hopes, but it could really put a, a big dent on them depending on how Dejan go and Pusan go. Uh, I'm going to see a draw. Uh, are the police. Also having a, in a bit of turmoil at the moment with players changing over? Or well, Wang and Bomb, I don't think, came back, obviously. Uh, so I'm unsure as to whether, I'm unsure as to how many of their players have left. Uh, the FC Soul guy from Al Ain was there, was playing on Saturday. Lee Myung-Joo. Lee Myung-Joo, okay. Yeah. Um, and Juse John wasn't, I don't think he, he, he didn't start anyway, but I think he's still there as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I think the police got their players, late, their main players later. So I don't know how many they've actually lost. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday we've got games: Suwon versus Ansan, Homan, Pusan versus Puchon, Homan. Uh, and which is the game that you would recommend the casual fan to go to for a, a taste of exciting K2 action? Uh, for a exciting K2 action, I would recommend the casual fan to go to Dejan. Uh, and. Even if you were right next to the stadium before kickoff, which game would you tell them to avoid? Right now, uh, unfortunately, no offence, Chief, I would probably say avoid Suwon FC. Okay. Just before we get on to outros, have you got a winner and loser of the week? Uh, loser of the week was Songnam for not pushing and getting the victory that could have closed the title. Okay. Winner of the week... Um, one of the week is the GS next door to Hyochang Park, who got eight beers from me in the Phantom that he wasn't expecting. <laughs> Will he ever get them again? Not this season. <laughs> okay. Winners uh, and losers? Uh, for me, if, if you're going to take it seriously, uh, surely your man Bento. Okay. Good start. Four points out of his first two games against moderately tough opposition. Um, yeah, so winner. Loser of the week, Sonung Min. Okay. 
didn't particularly do much in the game I saw. Obviously missed a penalty in the game I didn't see. Yep. Um, never mind, he'll be back at Spurs and banging him in. Yep, definitely. Okay, so I guess outro music is going to be something about banging. Now he's gone, I don't know why. Until this day I sometimes cry. He didn't even say goodbye. He didn't take the time to lie. Bang, bang.